For Radio Cayman News, I'm Felicia Rankin-Solins. An American national has been sentenced to life for smuggling a dangerous drug into the Cayman Islands. Radio Cayman's Jeffy Ebanks has this report. A first-ever conviction for the highly addictive and dangerous opioid fentanyl happened earlier this week in the courts. 27-year-old Adrian Frederick Scales was convicted and sentenced to six and a half years in prison for importing 0.09 grams of fentanyl last summer while traveling as a tourist. The substance was detected by Customs and Border Control. Initially, Scales denied the importation charge and throughout the trial tried to argue he had lent his bag to someone to explain how the drug was found inside, but that was not accepted by the magistrate. The lethal drug until that point had never been detected in the Cayman Islands and Throughout the case, the prosecution relied on information from U.S. authorities. Fentanyl is considered one of the world's most dangerous drugs, so toxic it can be felt without consumption. Merely being in contact with the drug is enough to feel its full effect. Javi Ebanks, Radio Cayman News. Police are investigating an incident that took place just after 4.30 p.m. on Wednesday, February 14th of shots fired in the Birch Tree Hill area of West Bay. Officers from the Firearms Response Unit attended and made checks in the surrounding area. Several spent casings were located and there was damage to a house and a vehicle in the area. No injuries relating to this incident were reported to the police. Police will implement increased presence in the areas affected by these incidents of gun violence. And another shooting incident took place on February 14th, this time in the vicinity of the Duck Pond Dock, located in the North Sounds Estates area. The RCIPS requested the assistance of Cayman Islands Coast Guard officers to carry out a search along the coastline at the dock at Leeward Drive. During their search, the CICG team recovered a number of spent shell casings at the location. The casings were subsequently handed over to the RCIPS for forensic processing. On Tuesday, February 13th, police carried out investigations into the incident of shots fired in Georgetown at 2 a.m. the previous morning. Inquiries were carried out and the vehicle suspected to be involved in the incident was located at a residence in West Bay. Police seized the vehicle and carried out investigations in the surrounding area, including deployment of the police helicopter to assess for further evidence with negative results. Investigations continue. In more crime-related news, on Saturday, February 10th, police executed a search warrant of a residential address on Mahogany Way in Prospect, where they identified the second boat that was reported stolen on Thursday, February 8th, 2024. Also at the location was a third boat and trailer that had been reported stolen a week earlier, Tuesday, January 30th, from a boat park on South Sound Road. In addition to the boats, other suspected stolen items were located inside two shipping containers on the property. A 68-year-old man of Georgetown and a 52-year-old woman of Georgetown were arrested for theft and were both transported to the detention center for investigation. The National Security Council discussed a number of issues affecting Cayman at their October meeting. According to a summary of the meeting, the NSC got a briefing from the police commissioner with regards to the strategic policing plan, along with an update of crime statistics, efforts to combat illegal firearms, robberies, violent crimes, and drug crimes. From there, the council was briefed by the director of Customs and Border Control. He updated the NSC with regards to arrests, charges, and court fines resulting from interceptions made 
made at the local ports of entry and current statistics on the irregular Cuban migrants. The last presentation came from the director and chief information security officer, who spoke on cyber attacks within the Caribbean region and government's response relating to these threats. Other issues of national security importance discussed by the National Security Council included concerns regarding the worsening road safety situation and the fatalities caused by motor vehicle accidents. In a strategic move towards securing the future leadership of the Health Services Authority, the organization launched its succession planning program this year. HSA's Chief Human Resources Officer Samantha Bennett tells Radio Cayman it is aimed at preparing Caymanians for key leadership positions. The program invites internal candidates to apply for training at various levels, including general, new, middle management, and senior leadership roles. Our succession planning program exemplifies our commitment to developing and empowering local talent. We believe in providing our people with the training and opportunities they need to assume critical roles within the organization. In addition, the organization is, quote, dedicated to nurturing local talent with out of almost 1,200 employees, 630 being Caymanians. 58% of promotions last year were awarded to Caymanians, with 37 Caymanians securing advancements within the organization. Its healthcare aid program saw 21 graduates this year, while eight Caymanians recently completed the HSA's EMT training program. It's the final week to see 81 Degrees West, cartographic explorations and contemporary Caymanian art before the show closes. As Radio Cayman's Carsley Fuller reports, this exhibition charts the evolution of Caymanian mapping tradition from early geographical renderings to contemporary artist exploration of navigation, location and movement. This exhibition explores the connection between art and the field of mapping, the history of which stretches from ancient times to the present day. The 81 Degrees West exhibition examines the work of a select group of Caymanian artists who utilize the iconography of maps and their material traces as a basis for creative exploration. Presenting antique and contemporary depictions of the Cayman Islands and the wider Caribbean alongside works that respond to or engage with this evolving body of images, the National Gallery's exhibition further highlights the imaginative, quote, potential inherent within such illustrative imagery, from the incorporation of cartographic fragments to the creation of works influenced by this material landscape. The featured artists in the local exhibition will demonstrate cartography's, quote, enduring capacity to captivate and inspire. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Carsley Fuller. The exhibition wraps up at the National Gallery on February 20th. Local students will get a chance to speak from their heart through art. Here's CIGTV's Takia Smith. The Cayman Islands Department of Education Services, in partnership with New York-based Penguin Books poet, novelist, and award-winning performer Carlos Andres Gomez, and renowned musical composer Brent Shuttleworth, will implement a blended arts, culture, and emotional well-being module to the Cayman Islands National Curriculum starting in 2024. The initiative is entitled Speak From Your Art. Mark Ray, director for the Department of Education Services, spoke with CIGTV on some of the outcomes anticipated from the program. We are very thankful for a number of partners that we have already addressing some of the mental and emotional well-being challenges that we face in our education system. And this particular program complements them perfectly, allowing young people to use a vehicle such as art and creative expression to really address some of the issues that they may be facing and finding solutions around some of those problems. So at the end of it, there's going to be an actual culminating performance by the, the students supported by an exceptional uh, Caymanian artist 
artists as well. So we're really looking forward to that collaboration. The outcome being, of course, improved well-being for our students and their components for our teachers as well. Serlina Bodin-D'Amico, co-founder and head of programming for Speak Your Art, also spoke on the partnership with the Department of Education Services. Speak From Your Art was born two years ago between myself and my dear friend Carlos Andres Gomez, who is a world-renowned poet, author, a speaker, cultural phenomenon. Um, he's based in New York City, and we developed the curriculum module and initiative Speak From Your Art which combines a, a, a classroom elective module that is centered around arts and culture, but very much is woven through with dialogue around mental health challenges and mental health stigma. There is an immersive workshop element as well as an annual performance element. And there's an, it's just, a, it's a platform. That was CIGTV's Takia Smith reporting. And that's your evening news for Radio Cayman. I'm Felicia Rankin-Solins.